Grace, mercy, and peace be yours in abundance. In the knowledge of God and of Jesus the Lord, amen. The text for this morning's message is the lesson just read from the 13th chapter of the Gospel according to Luke. Jesus says here, strive, make every effort, do your utmost to enter by the narrow door. And you should know that Jesus wasn't speaking to you. You should also know this, I am here to tell you just that. See, Jesus is on the road to Jerusalem. He had spoken on the Mount of Transfiguration to Moses and Elijah about his exodus. And uh, a little while later, knowing that his uh, time on earth was short, he set his face toward Jerusalem. And so he's making his way. The Samaritans don't want anything to do with him. You'll see later that Herod doesn't want anything to do with him. But Jesus is going to go his way. But as he goes, he goes through all the towns and villages. He goes in the synagogues. He heals the sick, he casts out demons, and he teaches. Now it's been clear from the outset of his ministry that not everyone agreed with Jesus. Not everyone believed in Jesus. But it seems to be clear by this point that Jesus knows that not everyone is for him either. The rabbis at the time would teach that all Israel, all Israelites would have a share in the world to come. But it's pretty clear that Jesus did not seem to believe that. And so as he's going and making his way, as he's going through the towns and villages, as he's teaching in the synagogues, someone comes up to him and asks, are those who will be saved going, or will they be few? Now, notice what Jesus does. Jesus does not answer his question. Jesus answers a different one. Jesus, you might say, is not interested in numbers. He's interested in people. He doesn't tell him there will be very few, there will be some, there will be a lot. He's not interested in the numbers. He's interested in the people. And so he tells them, strive. Make every effort. Do your utmost to enter the narrow door. One day that door is going to be shut. And what happens then? Well, you can knock, but you're not going to get in. And what's going to be for you then? Weeping, wailing, gnashing of teeth. While on the inside there will be a banquet, there will be feasting with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the prophets, and for that matter, people from all over the world, from east, from west, from north, from south. But if you don't enter the narrow door, you'll be on the outside. Now, who is Jesus talking about here? Well, he's talking about the Jews. He's talking about the people he had come to redeem. He had come, he was the one come to redeem Israel. He is talking to them. And what's he warning against? Well, notice what Jesus said that uh, many will be trying to get in. So it would be he's not warning against laziness. He's not warning against slackness. He's not warning against ignorance. No, he knows there are many who are trying to get in this narrow door. But not all will get in. So what is Jesus talking about? He assumes, it seems, that his hearers will know what he's talking about. But we should be clear. 
What is entering the narrow door? Want to get a sense of that? Remember what the question is. Are those who will be saved few? As Luke tells the gospel, as Luke tells us about Jesus Christ, who are those who are saved? Those who have faith. There is a woman, a sinful woman, who anoints the feet of Jesus, and what does he say to her? You are safe, your faith has saved you. There is a woman, an unclean woman, with an issue of blood, and she touches Jesus, and she is healed. And what does Jesus say? Your faith has saved you. There are lepers. There is a Samaritan leper, and he is cleansed. And when he comes back to give thanks to Jesus, what does Jesus tell him? Your faith has saved you. Outside of Jericho, as Jesus enters, there's a blind beggar crying out for mercy. The people tell him to shut up, but he won't. And he gets what he wants. And you know why? Jesus tells him, your faith has saved you. So what is striving to enter the narrow door? Nothing other than faith. Believing in Jesus depending on Jesus, relying on Jesus, listening to Jesus, obeying Jesus. Strive to enter the narrow door. There were plenty in Israel who were striving to be saved. There were many in Israel striving to attain eternal life. Paul talks about that in, the, in his letter to the Romans. And at the end of the ninth chapter, he says about them, the Israelites were pursuing righteousness. They were pursuing it, though, in the way of works, by keeping the law. And they failed because they did not combine it with faith. Now, many still did not combine it with faith. And that's why Jesus was rejected, and that's why Jesus was crucified. But faith in Jesus, believing in Jesus, relying on Jesus, putting all your chips down on Jesus, that was all vindicated when God raised him from the dead. And when God raised Jesus from the dead, what did Jesus do but want repentance for the forgiveness of sins? Want the proclamation of himself and his salvation to be, to be spread all around the world? He told his disciples, preach repentance for the forgiveness of sins to all nations. He told the apostles, you'll be my witnesses. Jerusalem, Judea, to the ends of the world. And that's how you got in. So when Jesus said, strive to enter by the narrow door, he was not talking about people like you. He was talking about the people of his time, his situation at that crucial point in world history. But I am here, in the name of Jesus, to tell you too, Strive to enter the narrow door. Don't take your faith for granted. Don't take your Lord for granted. Because you will be saved, all you who believe, all you who persevere, all you who continue to rely on Jesus. There will be salvation. There will be wholeness. There will be life. Don't take it for granted. Don't give up on it. I tell you, strive. Do your utmost. Make every effort. And in the end, you'll be there with Abraham, Isaac, 
Jacob, the prophets, people from east and west, north and south, and the Lord Jesus himself. And then there will be no crying, no weeping, no tears, no pain, no trouble, no sadness, but joy and joy and joy. And keep that promise in mind and believe it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Please rise for the hymn.